is Existential, a podcast aimed at reminding you that it's okay to be human. We listen to human stories and human experiences, and we wrestle with issues of justice, faith, and culture. I'm your host, Corey Leak. Thanks for listening. What's up, folks? Welcome to the latest episode of Existential, and I am, and I am, I don't know why I said and, there was no reason for an and, I am, but you know, you're listening, whatever. I'm in the living room with my daughters and Julie, who you may or may not hear from, Rue, our dog, who you may also may hear from, maybe not, but I know you're going to hear three voices that you heard before. I think we did this like, what, five years ago? Five is a stretch. Four years ago? Four, maybe. Maybe three, 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 three years ago. It was before COVID that we did this episode with my uh, daughters, and I think Julie was in there from like a distance. But like uh, we've been talking about doing this again for a long time, and the girls, two of the girls, are home from college. It's summer break, and Gabby's, of course, always here. So uh, we're we're back. Sadly. <laughs> you're, you're sadly that you're back. Where you want to live? You wanna go? She's sad that she's always here. She's not, you're actually not even always here. That is true. Well, it's during summer, I'm not always here. But, yeah. what'd, you, what'd you be doing? You know, I just got my license, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Driving. I'm driving everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So that's Gabby. And Amaya's here. Yeah, you guys. I'm back home, you know, living life, doing me. <laughs> and Morgan is here. And Morgan is here also. Give your prerogative. Prerogative. I don't know what you were trying to it say. It came the most um, naturally. Oh, I, it I'm didn't sorry, feel I'm right. Sorry, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Boy, can, you, can, you, can you get it out of her hand? Just, she keeps just doing give it. me, give me the thing. No, 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 no. It's okay. <laughs> no, because you're a fidgeter. No, 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 no. She is it, a fidgeter. It's, it's, it's not wrong. anything. It's a product of your anxiety. It's you're a fidgeter. It's just what you do. You think people you just, with anxiety you, you just fidget? Tell the world. No, but people. Everyone knows. That's a fact. You don't think that people with anxiety naturally like find little ways to fidget especially um like in, in you don't conversations do i, don't I think am a, I'm fidgeter. a fidgeter i noticed that i'm a fidgeter i can't. She's definitely a fidgeter. I'm, it's I think, not like i, I can't sit still i, I just like people with anxiety they find things to i mean do. but i fidget and i don't have anxiety like biting my nails you know i do that whenever i'm anxious i had a fidget spinner that i thought would help my actually, actually it did yeah. kind of help my anxiety the fidget spinner it's, it's taking you away from thinking about it's putting your angst somewhere else. yeah that's me yeah. it's a Somewhere to put your angst, you know. I, <laughs> you know, you're joking, and I'm so glad. Listen, I'm trying to create like I wasn't like something like like a light bulb was angst. I, I wish you guys could have visually seen his hand movements, as if that was just. I wasn't trying to take credit for something you said. I was restating what you said. No, because you said it differently. No, because no, what I was gonna talk about was this. This it's this like ancient ritual that um, that that ancient Jewish people did that was they believed was transferring their sin into an object. So they had they would put this um, this. It was weird. It's kind of weird to describe it, but they have this like sling on your head, and you had like a lamb, or it's not a lamb, it's too heavy for to swing on your head, but you had like something on the end of it, and you would spin around with it, and you'd kind of like believe you were transferring all your negative energy into, so into whatever anxiety into that was thing. considered a sin? No, no, no he's just I'm just saying, saying like, oh. when you think about 
transferring energy yeah. from something like okay, I see you know saying. it's I see that similar kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So two of you went to an HBCU this past uh, fall. What was that like? In spring. In spring. Fall and spring. What was it like? I would say it's the best experience I've had in a while. Or in my adult years, I guess. Well, your adult years. You're barely an adult now. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> it felt good to get away from being under family for so long. You were, you were happy to go away from us. Not necessarily go away from you, just, you know, I feel like I was sitting under this, in this bird's nest. You know? Mm-hmm, yeah. Just like... You were a bird. Still like a baby, like a, like a baby bird, and I needed to fly. <laughs> baby, I just don't okay, you know what's, you know what's funny? You, you actually were, like, the one that was like, Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to go away, Literally. I want to stay home. You actually cried. It's really funny, because I And then you went the furthest that. away. I tell everybody that all the time. Like, I think it was junior year. No, senior year, I think I realized I needed to get out of the house. And then why did you, why did you, need, why'd you need to leave? It's just you, like, I was just this person that I feel like wasn't my full self. Mm. You know, being so close as a family, I think I just kind of molded into this person that wasn't really, I don't know how to explain it. But I became a lot more independent going away to school. You did. And I feel like a lot more, um, like you just deal with your own, you deal with your challenges by yourself and you learn how to deal with them by yourself. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But how did an HBCU help that? Like, huh? How did an HBCU? Well, an HBCU, that, that, going away to school. <laughs> what are you laughing at? She's crying. Going away to school in general kind of does that. But... Why is she crying? She's crying. Mom's crying. I missed. I said that. I said she was crying. (laughs) 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 Like she didn't even really like say much yet. Oh god. I'm thinking maybe she saw like a funny video. She was literally like barely holding on right now. Like what? what is Okay, go ahead. Go on, Morgan. She's go on. weeping. <laughs> go she on, Morgan. didn't even really have tears yet until you said something. Anyways. I don't know. I feel like an HBCU kind of... Um, I don't know. It's just a different culture over there. I don't know. I might have felt the same way as I feel going to a PWI. I don't know. I don't know. Those of you that don't know, and I know, so, I know some of you don't know, and you're going to act cool like you do, an HBCU is a historically black college and university and a PWI is a I actually don't know yeah. predominantly white okay, predominantly yeah, white institution, institution. Well, what, yeah. I was going to say prehistoric P- for some reason that also works I just know what a PWI is yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know the acronym so going to HPCU for both of you like I remember, I remember dropping you off at school and like walking around those campuses feeling like I wish I'd had this experience. I wish I'd like been somewhere where there's that many black folks. Yeah. Everywhere you look, I mean at bro. first I was a little intimidated, but that was also because I was literally by myself, had no friends, knew nobody there. So I don't I don't know. But and then I think once you get acclimated into the school, you're kinda just like I was missing out on some things. Like what? Know? Just like the culture and like the way that it's 
just it just feels like everybody's just the togetherness. Mm. I didn't feel that as often as I thought I would though because Howard's so big and I just feel like it's like. But I think was that a bug or did I? <laughs> I literally saw I heard like a no, Okay, back to weird. your conversation. But anyways, yeah, that was my experience. I don't know if I really finished off on my experience first, but that was I feel like too at an HBCU, like it just feels more like I mean, I hate to say it, like more of like a family simply because like I feel like black people just get each other. You know what I mean? Like people say that's some black people shit. Excuse my language. But it goes so much deeper than just that. Okay, let me take you there. Come on. Come on. Little things like walking into the calf and like someone can say one thing and just everybody walking by will just, you know, mm-hmm. it's just that sense of like we're all on the same page. Like we all like it's funny because you'll be in a in an environment and, you know, someone will do something. It's just funny to see black people all have the same reaction. Something funny happens. Maybe it's <laughs> Wait, don't you say that in your podcast or no? I have never used that word in the podcast. Really? But I thought you used it with like Eric Reed or something. I thought you used nah. it with bro. Eric, you guys, I, I am grown. It's whatever. Okay. It's whatever. Someone, someone has used that. I feel like someone used it in your podcast. I mean, I talked about that before, but I don't know that I ever actually used the word. But it, it is just, it's really, like, it's, I think our generation a lot of times talks about how on TikTok we all have like inside jokes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's you. We all understand each other. It's that same thing, but so on a deeper level at HBCUs. And I really, really did enjoy that. I had some, 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 some concerns going because I feel like when I told a lot of people that I was going to an HBCU, you know, some of my white friends, even some family members, expressed their concerns because I think. A lot of us have an idea of what a big group of black people means and what yeah. comes with that. Mm. So, like, for instance, was worried about me going. You gonna turn on black? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so let me take. Let me. T- wow. So I had a family member. My God. There, there was a family member who expressed their concerns with me going, just of how I would be treated and things of that nature. So, even though I wasn't initially worried about any of that i did kind of go once i got there and was kind of like you know should i be on alert for some of these things that people are worried about me experiencing the other thing that um i have found interesting i was i was speaking at a church one time not too long ago and i was talking about you guys and i was talking about how i don't have an expectation that that even though when you guys were really little we were evangelical christian y'all were going to christian camps and all this stuff with us like your faith has, or spirituality, I should say, has like taken some twists and turns, mm-hmm. and but it still seems to be a really important part of your lives, especially you, Gabby. So like mm-hmm. I know, I know, like after Roe v. Wade, you were like, I can't. I was, I was mad. I'm still mad. <laughs> it's more about like for me, just me like looking at like what Christianity has been for me over the years. You know, it's hard to give it up. I mean, not give it up, but, like, have these thoughts about it since it's been in my life for, like, ever. Yeah. For a really long time since I was a baby. But I just think, like, I don't know. That's that's the part where I'm, like, I don't know if I, I'm still on the fence about, like, even. But I, I'm still, like, 
I got to do something because I, I feel this way about Christianity and it's not going to go away. So, yeah, I feel like Christianity for me has changed in big ways. Hmm. And what it means. What does it mean? Um, To me, it doesn't really mean anything. Hmm. Like, it just, to me, it's just like, I feel like it's 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 changed in the way that I don't want it to be right now, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like people have changed the religion in a way that should not be taught to my gener- like generation or upcoming generations and how to look at the world, how to see other people, how to treat other people, how to go about things, if this even makes sense. It does make sense. I just think... Christianity or me, I feel like I just need to find something else that more represents myself or who I want to be, and I don't feel like Christianity is that for me. Hmm. So. I mean, you're not alone in that. There's lots of people who that's been their experience. Yeah. Like they grew up Christian, they believed certain things, and as they got older, a lot of people, it's a lot older than you are now. I mean, for me, it was mid 40s yeah well i'm not even mid 40 yet really and i'm not saying like was, all it, let me hold on it was like yeah. late 30s okay because i'm barely mid 40s <laughs> okay. okay okay i'm not even saying that all christianity is like bad because the christianity that i grew up in or that you guys allowed us to really see wasn't bad you know it wasn't like harmful in any way but now that i grew up and i actually understood like how things are being taught to younger kids like me when Mm -hmm. I was like really finding who I like was and stuff like that and now I'm like it's just I don't know I just feel like it needs to change first before I bring my kids into what was it about Roe v. Wade that because that was like because you were all you were we were talking on the way to school about Christianity and faith but like when the Roe v. Wade thing happened is when I feel like you were like okay like this is this is too much. What was it about that and Christianity that you saw as like so tethered together that you had to like break away from? I think it was more that everybody just kept connecting it to like, I don't know, maybe the religion or like connecting it to like, these are kids, like this is real, like this is, this isn't what Jesus wants, like all this stuff. Like Mm. I felt like it was mostly like people were, trying to make put their religion and their beliefs on other people and what they should believe in and i feel like that wasn't that's not Mm. fair and that's not right so i was like that made me even more mad and be like i don't want to be a part of this like i don't want my like i'm never trying to put my beliefs onto other people Mm. then i felt like that was like i don't know i just i was that was what was really bad it was kind of i felt like roe v wade really highlighted the way in which I feel like in Christianity sometimes they miss the mark, if if you will. So I, I just watched this documentary, keep 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 pray sweet, keep sweet pray or whatever, and it's about this um, more not Mormon. What's the religion? Pop, oh, pop, uh, uh, 
some religion. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, associate it with the wrong religion. Mm-hmm. But basically, it was like they had broken away from a different religion. It's called SDL, Feder- F- Fundamentalist. Look into it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right. It's I called heard. something. There's a name. It's a it. it's a documentary on Netflix called Keep Sweet Pray or something like that. Basically, it's this religion that they were started. They broke away from another religion because basically it was poly- the, the the religion is polygamous. They believe in polygamy. Okay. So do, oh, you don't know of any? You can't. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, whatever. Polygamy is not. A, so they broke away from that. They like broke away from that church. Kind of started their own religion under this one um, guy who they saw as God's. What's the word? God's disciple, prophet, prophet, mm. prophet of God. He, okay. he was a prophet of God, right? Okay. So what they practiced in this religion was sixty to eighty year old men marrying multiple wives, and a lot of times they were underage, four, 13, 14 year old mm. girls. They would have kids with them, do all this kind of stuff. And in the documentary, they talk about it like the girls are walking down the aisle, and they're like crying and mind you this is all they know so they're being taught this is the only way to heaven this is god their parents are even telling them, this is a good thing you were chosen this is a good thing but they're like walking there like it just felt wrong it felt wrong and it made me think about how it's like you don't need because i feel like that them saying it felt wrong is that's god that's jesus mm-hmm. to me that feeling that instinct and i don't think you need church to feel that to feel what's mm-hmm. right or wrong and it feels like christianities will ignore christianities <laughs> it feels like like roe v wade was an example of i feel like christians ignoring what's wrong to to continue to follow something that you know whatever but i don't know how to i hear what you're saying so like, Going back to the religion, going back to these people who are following this 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 prophet of God, you know, like in the document they're always talking about. It, it just felt wrong. It felt wrong, and I feel like that's the most for me right now. More than a religion, I'm more I'm more chasing a relationship with God, and I would even say my relationship isn't even where I would like it to be at because I think I'm in a stage of I want to learn more. I want to mm-hmm. you know because I feel like a lot more stuff is is. I'm learning a lot more about things where it's like, wow, I didn't know that. Wow, I didn't know this either. So it's like, I can't even say where I'm at spiritually other than just learning. And, I, and I'm, I'm looking to soak up more because I just think that there's just more, I think there's more to spirituality, more to being and having a connection with God than subscribing to one religion, one way of doing things, one way of seeing the world, one way of, you know, it just one set of rules. Yeah, it doesn't feel like yeah. I don't hmm. know. Was it at, on at the college on college campuses were your friends having these kind of conversations about like spirituality, about what's happening in the world or because you know, the perception of college kids is that it's just partying, drinking, smoking. I would out. say this generation especially because I think more and more people like I feel like when I was younger, everybody was Christian. Hmm. Yeah. Or maybe that we were just in spaces where everybody was Christian, but even at school, like, oh, yeah, I'm Christian. Oh, yeah, I'm Christian. You know, it was something to be proud of, to, you know. Mm. But the more that I'm around people, yeah, I love God. I believe in God. But I would say I'm more spiritual. I think this generation, especially with TikTok and everybody's talking about spirituality and zodiac signs, and it's encouraging people to think for themselves, I feel like. Feel like more what feels right what feels wrong because i think that we do all have that compass 
people would say a moral compass, I think that it is God or, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's where it really comes from, our right or wrong. And I think this generation is more and more, because we did talk about it. We had conversations about like, yeah, I just kind of, and it's cool because I feel like we're all bouncing off. You know, I hear things where I'm like, that's, you, you believe that, that's, that's absurd. And other things where it's like, wow, you know. But I think this generation is definitely, it's going to be interesting to see where we go in terms of religions. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't see yeah. us raising families in the Christian church. You know what? I mean, it's interesting. Like, I don't know what the future of organized religion is, especially looking at your generation and what what you guys value. So I guess that would be a question I have. Like, what is it that you would say is a value of the next generation? Like, what is something that, like, is important? What are things that are, like, these things are important to us? I feel like humanity. <laughs> Bro. Father, <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with this. Oh humanity. That's humanity. That's it. That's it. That's the. That's the whole. That's all you need to know. Humanity. Just shut it down now. Start the music. Podcast over. No, but I would more say for me, what I more care about is like people. Like it's so hard to to. to be an American Christian. Be over here caring about. Mm. I don't even know what. I don't. I don't want to belittle things that people care about. And then it's like knowing there are people in other countries who subscribe to other religions. You know whether they're suffering or not. But it's just. It's hard to. I think. It's, it's an existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's so much bigger things going on in the world for me to worry about. Is it a sin for me to take this drink today? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it, that does it, feel very small. You know what I mean? It's just, the, it's the things that I feel like Christians put on you, the... the. Not all Christians. Not yet. To, I don't want to say... Amer, can I say American religions? You can say whatever you want to say. No, I'm just saying exactly. You, you know she what I She wasn't asking, like, can she <laughs> say it? Oh, okay, I didn't know. But she was asking me, like, you know... And you will. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you're saying is that there there is a Western mindset of religion that um, is certainly with Christianity that has a a prescription for life that they believe everyone mm-hmm. should live by, mm-hmm. and you know you guys have you guys have witnessed us over the last I don't know several years just kind of being like I don't I no longer really subscribe to that and. I was kind of worried about you guys, to be honest, because mom and I grew up with like Christianity, mm-hmm. at least like a quote unquote foundation to deconstruct from. Mm-hmm. And then you guys were just left with like a, I don't know, figured out on your own kind of thing. You didn't really have a, a structure is a, what it felt like to me. But when I hear you guys talk, I, f- I find, I feel like, you know, there's, there's plenty of structure there. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, <laughs> she coming in. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Okay. What I I I warms my mom's heart is I do worry, but then when I hear you guys sit here having this conversation, I'm like, oh, okay, they're good. 
And it's still pretty sweet because I also hear you guys going, right, Dad? Like when you're still kind of processing some things off microphone, like when we're just sitting around talking as a family, you're still trying to figure out what you really believe. Like my thought will end, Dad. Right, Dad. (laughs) Do we... Does that sound right? I'll I'll get it started. (laughs) And then then it's like, right, Dad? Like we believe that, but it's... And I often hear Dad pushing it back sometimes going, well, I mean, what do you guys think about that? Like not... I want there to be some foundation in it and it makes me feel a little bit safer that you're still kind of trying to go back to a foundation Mm -hmm. of what you've always been taught and believed Mm -hmm. and finding the good in that and you bouncing it off of your dad makes me still feel like you're still trying to find some grounding. Yeah, Yeah. like I was saying, like those the years that we had grew up under, you know, Christianity or whatever, like I never like regret that. I'm never like, I hated it because like, what, like I was saying, like, what you guys allowed us to see and what you guys allowed, like, taught us was not anything that was bad, you know? Yeah. Like, it was, like, something that actually, like, helped me as kindness. A, that's something that actually helped me and is going to still be with me, like, for, like, the rest of my life, which is, like, something that's, like, you know, whatever. But it's still, like, this thing where I'm, like, still trying to fi- figure out that's not what I want or is this what I want? And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah. I will always come back to my dad and be like, Dad? Oh. Am I right? Mom, I'm going to start crying. Oh, my God. <laughs> can't believe Mama's crying. Yes. I always make the family members cry. Remember, I made Granny cry. But and you, you cry, too. You, you always make the family cry. cry. Remember? Mom was crying right there. Remember, we were talking. It was like a birthday gran- I, I made sure Granny like got to the airport safely or something, and Granny was like, I'll always remember. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Whatever. It was in Dallas. We're at the yeah, restaurant. We Everybody was there. Was it mom's birthday or something? Well, no, we were just going around talking about people's birthdays or something. Mm-hmm. Like why we appreciate people. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. Do y'all feel any pressure from like uh, outside of the five of us, from <clears throat> family, friends, For society, sure. to be anything or to like act a certain way? Mm-hmm. I I personally feel pressure to stand on something firm, not something firm, like, like to have something like, because I hear them talk about like whatever, how they feel or whatever, what they're, whatever. And I'm just, I kind of sit here and I'm like, I don't really think about all this as often as I feel like they do. And I feel like sometimes... There's some pressure to kind of like, not even have a religion, but to like Take a be stance. so caught up, yeah, in like our religion or spirituality or like you know, kind of just always think about that. Mm-hmm. And for me, I mean, maybe in the back of my head I do, but I'm never just like sitting with, okay, this is what I think. This is like, I'm always just like, I kind of just go through life, do mm-hmm. how I want to go. Like yeah. I think I do honestly have like morals and values so that could come from something but when it comes to like religion and spirituality it's just i think it's just so much that's going on and so much that's out there it kind of like is intimidating to kind of like pick the wrong thing so to speak yeah well it's a it's a um you know religious practice has always been about how you ground yourself in reality and understand the world around you and your moral compass. 
like it, it puts you in proximity when it's when it's really working at its best it puts you in proximity to your moral compass so that when you have to make a decision you have something to come back to right because you guys especially i mean all three of you especially you two like you're coming to a place in your life where you're gonna have to make incredibly big decisions that you sometimes you'll have to make quickly sometimes you'll have to make over several months but you don't get them back after you make them and without some sort of grounding practice or some sort of like value to come back to, most people wind up making decisions they regret. I think that's why too, like for me, I've been spending a lot of time, like I'm a YouTube girl. I love to watch YouTube videos. If I want to learn about something, I'm going to go watch a YouTube video. If I'm like started, like I'm getting into the gym guys, I'm watching YouTube videos on the gym and, and on muscle growing and all that kind of stuff. But right now, in terms of, I also like to watch videos about my own, how to improve myself. And I've been watching a lot of videos on the human ego, because I think that mm. that's very important to understand it, to see how it comes up in your everyday life, and to see how it affects your relationships. And I think things like that, principles of ego and... Ego, I, I, I don't know, I watch videos on other stuff too. But I think that understanding things like that are like so much more important than like watching a sermon. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's like me as a person, what am I capable of? Why, you know, what? where does this, this, that, and the third stem from? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I feel like this generation is more... And it's scary, I understand, to people of faith because it once scared me. Like, when dad started doing his deconstruction, it's scary to people who are like, but wait, we believe this thing. And if you start tinkering at that thing that I believe, what does it mean for everything else? And I feel like this generation is like... Tearing it down. We're not even yeah, tapping like, it. Just, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, F everything else. Yeah. That we've been taught, what do I believe? Mm -hmm. What does, because we're learning all this stuff and there's all these avenues to gain all of this knowledge. I feel like this generation is more open-handed with, okay, these people believe this thing. Let me yeah. look into this. These people are saying this thing. Let me look into this. And it is scary for yeah. religious folk, Christi Christians, even to some degree me. Sometimes when I hear you guys talking about things, I, I, I get a little like, oh, what does this mean? And I have to just go, there. it's okay mm -hmm. to wonder, to yeah. question, to explore um, what you really believe. Because at the end of the day, I want you to, we want you to know what you believe and believe what you believe and be confident in that. Yeah, I feel like this generation is more like, I feel like we're all starting from scratch. Like mm -hmm. at least myself, I'm like, I know nothing. I don't know anything about anything like I just want to learn you know what I mean I, I feel like you guys generation may be stronger and firmer and this is what it is this is how things go this is how things are you know and I feel like we're more of like how do you know that mm -hmm. who told you that yeah. where did that come from I mean we barely even trust the government so you yeah. know what I mean like all the information we're getting I mean I feel like our generation is more likely to trust somebody on TikTok than like mm -hmm. an actual statement from the White House. So yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, and like, you guys are also very much like a 
conspiracy theories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Believing. And I think, I think that's that your generation kind of you guys always you guys thought the world was going to end every year. We oh for <laughs> sure. It's but isn't that like science? You got like, that from like science? No, in two thousand, we just thought it was like it was it was almost like a flat earther thing where you just thought, how could there be anything past the year nineteen ninety nine? You know, like it was like we were entering into this new millennium, and we had no idea. Isn't there a movie about that? As if our world had entered into new millenniums. Yeah, I know, but like it was like it was just like. And who knows what, like, a thousand years prior to that, those people felt like introduced. Like, they might have been like, oh, my gosh, it's over now. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just kind of how things work, I think, when you're crossing a, a threshold. But I do think y'all's generation has had so much information. Like, I was doing, I was doing my, like, research papers with encyclopedias. Yeah. Like, I was, I, as a junior in high school... I was still learning typing classes, like with a typewriter. So, like, I think that the amount of information you guys have access to, to me, actually is kind of scary because because you don't know anybody with a microphone can do a podcast. Anybody with a video can put Mm -hmm. video, you know. And things go viral so quickly and people start believing them as truth. I mean, for sometimes I even find myself, I'm like, the likes and the views on this does not validate this as factual, but it's hard, especially like, you know, younger people on TikTok, it's like, bro, no way. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... But what makes you guys say, this is, I should pay attention to this. This seems... If it's not likes and views. Yeah, this seems valid. This seems true. This seems accurate. What makes you pay attention to this? I think it's kind of what Sissy was saying. It's like, kind of like your, I don't know, instinct. Something is telling you. Yeah, something is like, I think, because it's like, it's where something is like, I thought that or like I was thinking the same or something like that where it's like I kind of feel it like I get I get it you know and it's like something that I feel like I don't want to be corny but like I feel it it's, mm-hmm. it's instinct that mm-hmm. I don't mean to I mean this is kind of a, a slight pivot I was watching a TikTok the other day I sent it to Morgan of this girl and she's literally sitting there she's like me what is the word emitting I don't know what the word is but she's basically like pushing out her own aura and she's like can you see it and I like go through the comments because I, I like don't see it. And everyone's like, yeah, I see it. It's a light blue. It's a light blue. So I go back and I watch the video and the girl is literally, there's a light blue like aura around her. And then they, like everyone in the comments is like, how did you do this? How did you do this? She makes a video. She's like, you know, I was just sitting. I was extremely calm. I imagine myself walking through. I promise you, you see a light blue, like almost like a light around her. Were you high? No, but yeah. did you see it before pe- other people? Up? I will admit to you guys right now. She told me she said it's a light blue or something like that. I did not see a single light around the girl's head at all. I didn't see a single. You light. never saw it. I never. You saw still it. don't. I don't. But not to say it didn't happen. Do. I mean, I'll show it to you guys later. So it's it's, it's like not it's thing. not like you know it's not unheard of or, or wild because I remember when we were at that church where we got married in. There were people who who saw gold dust, mm, and we never saw. I gold never dust. saw no gold dust. So I mean, I I'm not Morgan a person. And I have had, do you remember when we were sitting at the park and we saw that like that dust? And you were like, "Bro, did you see that?" And I was like, "Yeah, did you see that?" I don't remember that. But... Oh my god, I swear to you. I mean, I, I've only told like a couple people about this. <laughs> now the whole world is gonna know. You guys all get to hear about this, okay? I, I I've literally only told a couple people because you know people are like gonna be like, "You're crazy, you're crazy." But we were sitting at the park. No, I was not happy. This. It was this. We were sitting at the park, and like I promise you, like it was dark, but my light were my lights, my headlights were on, or something like that. I don't know. We 
were sitting at Bruno Park. You were in the back seat. And I had just kind of looked up, and as I looked up, I just saw what looked like... Why do you think I remember that? The ending of... I don't know. It, I swear it maybe looked like, like a, a lion. Like a cloud or something. Uh, just like a lion had like come out of the dust and then like was just disappearing. Like like just spiraling out of... I swear to you, bro. <laughs> and I, this is the reason why I didn't feel crazy after I saw this, because I asked Morgan, she was like, yeah, bro, I don't know. Like, it was just like, what was that? And Were I think, you high? I just said no. I was not high. I knew you wanted to. <laughs> and ask I don't questions. smoke, so right? I definitely wasn't. It's, it's not like that was made me think like oh everything, but it, it makes you question like everything. Mm-hmm. How, like what else is there truth to that we consider witchcraft or, or oh yeah, for or, sure. You know what I mean? I just think that there's a little bit of truth to a lot of stuff that we just dismiss mm-hmm. as fictional. And or, I feel like it's because we don't want to believe it. I feel like especially with their generation, like it's like. It, it knocks out. Yeah. It's yeah. like, no, that's not true. Like, I've literally, they told me it's not true. This told me it's not true. And I feel like it's people, it's like, I do not want to believe that because it's too, it's too much. It's too big. Mm-hmm. It's too da 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 And this generation's like, that's it's too like, big, that, bro. I think that's why I don't tell people because it's like, okay, well, if that, like, dust cloud of, of a lion, right? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the best way I can describe it, bro. I swear In to you. In the middle of the park, there was yeah, a lion. It, it was just, it, it had could have been a lion. It could have been a mountain lion. It looked like it was shaped like <laughs> laughing i am you guys i am but i swear you is the realest thing i've ever experienced i mean it was the realest thing i've ever seen like, to this day your grandmother tells me all the time that i i saw jesus in my room when i was three and i ran out and said and described what he looked like so i mean there is like there's more to this world than what there we has to be right there has to be more feel. to it but it's got to fit within christianity for some christians yeah. to believe. you know oh, yeah you see, yeah it's on angel Right. right, that's yeah. different right. than. I right. saw a lion. Yeah, I saw a dust, was, a dust it's, lion. It's you I saw a dust <laughs> lion. That's why it was. The, yeah. it was the cover. So I can understand why this generation is again is like trying to knock down all of these things because it's like okay, but it's okay for me to believe these things in this yeah. realm, mm-hmm. so to speak. But it's not okay for me to see other things that may be spiritual or maybe. And I can't even believe I'm saying some of these things because I don't, I'm kind of like Morgan. I don't go there. I'm kind of like comfortable, safe in, I don't know. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's where I'm cool being. I don't know. But I could also be like, when people bring ideas to me, it's not like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's not like there's no way that's true. I'm just like, oh, oh, I think also too, like, you know, people talk about opening their third eye and stuff like that. Mm -mm. I think it can Mm -mm. be. (laughs) People do talk about opening their third eye. Mm. And that's going to like... <laughs> I think I think anytime that you're expanding your mind and your understanding of anything spiritually, it could, I, I think sometimes I'm like, well, how much do I want to know? Because it could be a lonely place to be in. Because it's like you have all of this... What my dad is experiencing, you guys. You guys have isolated him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it can be an extremely lonely place to be at because it's like you feel like... Like, I had these friends that I made in college, and at first, shut up, I took shrooms with you. Okay. I had these friends who I took shrooms with for the first time in my life with in college. And at first, I was kind of scared to even take shrooms with them, because I've heard, you know, shrooms can be a really, you know, crazy experience for some people. Because these people that I took the shrooms with, they, I've had conversations with them, they've said some outlandish things that they believe and that they, whatever. 
And just hearing them, even, you know, I have an open mind, but I'm like, that's not true. What are you, you're, you know, you're, you're taking it too far. But then, like, I still also have thoughts, like, I'm like, well, if there is truth to that, I can't imagine being them on the other side of it and just feeling like you know with your whole being something that no one else believes and, like, people think you're crazy for. Mm -hmm. So people are like, because I've seen people, like, how to open your third eye, and then under it, I'll see other videos, why you shouldn't open your third eye and this kind of stuff. They're like, it's, and then, like, people go into depression about it. It's like, you know all of this stuff. You're... And well, nobody... I mean, the third eye, I mean, this is where I, I think that people, like, people I, really? in different, like, groups and communities have different language for the same thing. Yes, that's so, exactly how I see it. Like, a third eye is being born again. It is enlightenment for Buddhists. I don't know what it is for Hindus or, 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 or Muslims, but, like, this is the experience of connection to the spirit like all of those things is what that is and everyone's looking for that Mm -hmm. like everyone wants to feel that to know that to sense that because we all at an instinctual level know that there's more to the world than what we can see Mm -hmm. and we want to access it Mm -hmm. and people kind of trip when you say third eye because it's not the language of their group but it's we're we're all chasing that yeah there's there's similar language yeah. That you know, in in their tradition, they just you know would use different language, and it, it just can't be that if you use the wrong language, that you're somehow opening yourself up to like evil and wickedness. Right. But I do think there is like a there's wickedness in the world. I just don't think it's as fragile as like and do you think, opening yeah, the third do eye. Do you think it's as easy to? Because I think a lot of Christians, or at least you know, I feel like. Their their faith is is so almost deeply rooted in also fear of like the most outlandish things. You know well, what I mean? It's like, not, I mean, if you are convinced that you get one life, yeah, you got to mm-hmm. get it right, or you're gonna burn forever. Yeah, like yeah. I tell people who are fundamentalists all the time. You're, if if you actually believe that, you're supposed to behave the way you do. You're supposed to actually be trying to pull people out of burning buildings because that's what it is. If you were convinced that Morgan was in mortal danger, if whether Morgan believed she was or not, you would do everything you could to save her. Mm-hmm. So I think that like if you have that belief, you're supposed to be that way. Yeah. Fear is a large part of it. Um, I just I don't know that if it's that like. Thin, that like yeah. any of us could survive. Yeah, right. That's what I'm, and I just see us all as. I just don't see myself any differently than. Literally, like I'm gonna, a white man, right? I'm just. I'm, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me <laughs> clarify. Unpack that, please. I was trying to like use the exact opposite of me. Okay, that's I'm intentionally trying to describe someone who couldn't be more drastically different than I am. Okay, okay. So like I don't see myself any differently than a 40 year old white man who is racist. Okay. I believe that he and I. Now I do think. You guys are trying hard to articulate this, bro. Like, I just feel like okay. Let me break it down to this. I feel like I, I feel like we're all born. 
you take five babies, a black baby, a, 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 an Asian baby, a Hispanic baby, and a white baby. Mm-hmm. That's four babies. That's four. That's right. <laughs> just, just a, fifth baby of, a fifth baby of some sort, maybe a mixture of babies, okay? But there's five babies. We got it. We got it. There are five different babies. And you put that white baby in, let's say, that black... Or, <laughs> please guys please you're gonna have to edit all of this out i'm trying so hard you take that white baby and, and you put him in detroit mm-hmm. you take that black baby you put them in the deep south mm-hmm. i think that who we grew up to be and who we are is a result of our experiences of our, of our environments mm-hmm. so i think it's it's unfair to ever say like he so i'll go back to the white man that white 40 year old racist black or white man He's going to hell mm. because I think that he's a product of his experiences, his environment, just the way I am. So I may think I'm better off because I know this, that, and third, and I can look at him and judge him. I mean, obviously he's racist, so it's mm-hmm. like you, you know, you're mm-hmm. on the wrong side of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I still don't blame that white man. If that makes sense. It does make sense. I think there is. It's that's the humanity thing you were talking about earlier, like. <laughs> We are products of, of lots of things that are beyond our control, our control before we ever show up on the planet. That affect us. They do. So like who our parents are, where, they're, where mm-hmm. the, the socioeconomic status mm-hmm. of our parents, where like they raise us, our uncles and aunts and cousins, and, and are any of them deranged right. or any of them have any mental, mental health issues that affect the way they treat us? Do, do they do anything to us? You know, inappropriate. Have they had experience? Like, have my parents had experiences yeah. that affect what they're teaching exactly. me is right and wrong? Like, yeah, I mean, all of these things. So, by the time you show up to whatever it is at 18 years old, you've got 18 years, really more than that. You've got hundreds of years of decisions that people yeah. made that you show up and you now have to go. Yeah, I'm going to do this now. So it is like very difficult for me to imagine that there is a being that says when all your life is over that goes well I know that I put you in this situation where you were born in this town to these people and all these things happened to you but when you were 13 you did decide to do this so now you're gonna burn forever it just doesn't make sense if there, yeah because I feel like if that was the intention of, of the if that was God's intention I feel like of all the good ones are gonna get to go to heaven he's all knowing so I feel like he would understand okay so for that I mean any scientist so the variables have to be the same in order for me to hold everyone up to the same standard of it's a good word this yeah. is how you get word. into it's heaven a clean word. that's a clean word there's no we it's it's not it's not an even playing field you you don't you don't you don't learn anything from that yeah it's true you know that's really fair that's true that's really true that's big time true yeah. right there. Get this girl somewhere. Thank you, somewhere. Actually, no, don't have her up, guys. Don't have her up. <laughs> we love her up. All right, well, um, that is our podcast for today. Anybody else, anybody else want to say anything? Thank you guys so much for listening. This was really fun for us. Um, let us know if you guys want a part three. <laughs> or wait, part four, Gabby, part how did you end it before? She did a British accent. Thank you guys so much for coming here. Um, thank you so much for listening. Is that offensive, though? Is it? Why would it be offensive? It's like using someone else's accent. But like... It's so good, though. 
thank you guys so much for listening. Um, let us know if you guys want us to happen again. We really enjoy being here. Click like and click share. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, it's me, Gabby, Morgan, Meezy, um, Julie, and Corey. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great night. Thank you for helping us to contend for a better world, one conversation at a time. Thank you.